As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Guys, welcome. Happy Sunday. Happy Sabbath to you. Today is a very special day. It is the NFL AFC Championship game and the NFL NFC Championship game. The winner of these two games go to the Super Bowl. Um, I know lately I've been starting the trend of starting every show talking about football, but right now I'm actually really sentimental. Um, If I started listening to a certain type of music, I'd probably start crying when it comes to my love for the game of football. Um, I don't know why I've been thinking about it a little more. I've been texting randomly with someone about uh, with about football. I even dreamed about it last night. I dreamed that Jeremy Macklin and I were on the same team in high school. We were in real life. We were on the same team in college, but I dreamed we were in the same team in high school. And we were going into my senior year, and I was in my football mindset. You know, like back in the time where. In some ways, I felt more alive and more purpose in life than I've ever felt, which I know that's not true, and there's so many different types of purpose and things like that, but the only other time I felt more alive, I guess, is when I was in love, um, but regardless, back in, um, back in, back in those days, I was, I hustled like, uh, our entire existence as humanity depended upon it. That's how much I loved the game of football. I mean, it was it was like um, it was like my soul was attached to the game of football. Um, anyway, funny dream last night. We were training, and I was in that mindset. And we were running forties. We were running routes. You know, working on you know fin- It's not just about catching the football. It's not just about catching the rock, guys. It's about drawing that thing in with finesse. And going from A to B. And what I mean by that is catching the rock, tucking it, you know, catch and tuck, and then getting that rack, the yards after, you know, um, what do they call it? Yak, um, yards after uh, the catch. Um, anyway, whatever. Um, there's a lot of background noise right now. I apologize for that because somebody down the hall is blasting their music and I feel like recording so hopefully it's not a distraction for you guys there's also a buzzing noise I don't know if you can hear that but my buzzer that lets people come up in my apartment like I have guests or deliveries has been buzzing and I tried to see if it was a battery so I like took it off I took the um the you know I basically took out my screwdriver and removed the case that contains the buttons there you know with the microphone and speaker where I talk through and it didn't do anything and now knowing myself there's just a wire that hangs and is attached to the back of that apparatus you know that cover thing and it's probably just going to be hanging there for the next two years because I know me and I know that (laughs) I just know I probably won't fix it and there's still the humming. There's no battery. It's wired. So, um, not exactly sure 
I don't know, I guess I'm just going to have to get used to it. Um, it sounds similar. In, at first, I thought it was my rodent repellent, right? Because I don't like to set up mousetraps and kill mice. I just want to repel them, you know? Uh, I have this thing that I plug in the wall that emits high frequencies. And when you first plug it in, it has higher pitched and more intense frequencies because it's supposed to kind of drive them crazy and want to go elsewhere. Um, so... Anyway, um, it's not that, and now I just have to get used to this, right? It's just, a, it's all about, you know, desensitizing the stimulus. That's what we do. That's, that's how great we are as humans, is we're good at desensitizing stimuli and getting used to things. Whether we're training for things or we're getting used to, like, the city of New York. I mean, there's a lot of stimulus to, that's needed for a human being to get desensitized to in order to get used to being here or living here. You know, it's dirty, it's expensive, all these things, you know, you got to get desensitized or move away because it's, you know, it's real. I mean, we just had a blizzard um, yesterday, which is worth talking about because it's all been all over news. Um, huge. I don't even know how. I, I didn't even watch the news, to be honest about it, because I don't care. Like, it's not going to... You know, like, if, if, if any of the news ever affects me, this probably affects me more than it, than it ever would, but I still don't care because it's not going to change anything I do and I can't control it. You know what I mean? So, like, all I did, because my dad recommended it, is I went to the store and bought two gallons of water just in case the water um, shuts off. So I bought two gallons of water, and that was actually a funny experience as well but that's the only preparation I oh I cooked also I like put a bunch of stuff in a crock pot yesterday and heated it up so that I have some food if, if all else fails I've got some warm blankets you know if I need to go down in the subways with the homeless people where they stay warm in the in the cold worst comes to worst I'm prepared to do that um so you know who cares about watching the news right um when I went to buy the water, though, it was at the corner store, you know, like the type of place, like a bodega from, from the movie half Bag type place, um, which is this, the guy who owns that place or who works there, like the face of that store, this little tiny hole in the wall, it, it, that place is, is <laughs> it's unique. First of all, just like I said, New York, New York is really expensive, but you go in there, you know, like a gallon of milk is $5. Every time I've ever bought a gallon of milk, that I can remember at least 75% of the time, I'll look into that container where, like, the drinks are, you know, like, uh, like at a gas station where there's, like, uh, sodas and Gatorades and milk and things like that, like a half gallon or a full gallon of milk. And there's been, like, jugs of half-full containers of milk, whether it's a half gallon. And every time I'm looking, I'm like, is that for sale still? Like, that's so unprofessional. How can they have... More than one, all the time, jugs full, like half full of milk. So I'll just have to go back, make sure the seal hasn't bro been broken on the one that I buy. But every time I find it odd. Anyway, I, I show up and the guy was standing there. This is when I go to buy the gallons of water. I see some gallons of water underneath the, uh, the desk there that he's standing behind to take the money. I said, how much for the, the gallons of water? He goes, oh, how much you want to pay? How much How much you like? <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? He goes, ah, for you, 250 And I'm going to be honest, I don't know whether that's a good deal or a bad deal. 
You know, I don't have a reference point. I, I haven't recently Googled supply and demand prices for jugs of water. I mean, I assume in Missouri, I would assume it's like maybe a dollar, a dollar fifty at a place like Walmart. So, you know, multiply that by two, and that's probably the low end of something in New York. So I would imagine, you know, a gallon of water is probably like between three fifty and four dollars. So I think he gave me a good deal, but I couldn't tell. I mean, he had this weird look in his eye. I don't know whether he was high or what, but that's just a weird... I don't think... When was the last time you went to buy something and the person who was selling it at a, you know, a legit business said how much you want to pay for it? I I, I don't think that's how it works. So, anyway. Um, I got the jugs of water and came back and lived it up, you know. Watched the snow fall a little bit. Got some stuff done, you know. It was kind of cool. My flights got canceled. I was supposed to go to Chicago this weekend, and uh, my flight got canceled twice, I rebooked for today, I, I originally had the flight out yesterday, and um, both flights got canceled, so I've been stuck in my apartment, but I've been getting shit done, you know, I've been, um, I did my dishes, uh, I did a little bit of work, did a little bit of comedy, pretty much just stared at Twitter for a while, um, kept the news on, didn't watch it, had it on mute, um, and I got distracted. Right? So I was planning on just like using the day to get stuff done, right? It's like, hey, I have no other choice. I'm going to mop my apartment. I'm going to clean. I'm going to, you know, shoot out a bunch of emails. I'm going to be productive, right? And of course, some girl on Twitter or uh, on Tinder hits me up and says, What are you up to on this snow day? Right? Just freaking ruining my plans. You know, just completely distracting me. I hate when chicks distract me and want to hang out when I'm trying to get stuff done, you know? And of course, I don't have the uh, discipline when a girl like this says, you know, do you have, are you fully stocked up, stocked up on alcohol? You know, and I say, um, why do you ask? And she says, because I wouldn't mind coming over and drinking some with you. I mean, what am I, how am I supposed to focus with that, guys? You know, I'm sitting here trying to freaking get stuff done and this girl has to ruin it all, you know? What's her problem? You know, how selfish. She's so selfish to be thinking of herself and having some free alcohol in a warm room to hang out with me, um, you know, when I'm trying to get stuff done. It's it's not fair. It's it's what's wrong with the world, you know? I mean, we've we've got girls trying to ruin my plans as well as a couple other things going on in the world, like ISIS and Donald Trump. But, you know, those three things right there are just unbelievable. T terrible, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's give it up for the city being doused in snow. I, I wanted to... I have my snowboard here, and I wanted to take it out and just stand on it because there's no slopes, but at least I could, like, pretend, right? Just take my my GoPro out that I affixed to my helmet last week and just dress up in all my snowboarding gear and then just stand in the middle of the street with my snowboard strapped in, you know? Just show off for all the homeless people. Be like, hey, guys, look at this. Aren't I, aren't I rich? That would be the most ass. That's that's a very asinine thing to to even think of. You know, that's really asinine. I really do have a heart for homeless people. I don't even think I'm some jerk. Um, anyway, um, 
But ultimately, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's it's whether I'm a jerk or not that truly matters, right? Like, I shouldn't care if you or if someone thinks I'm a jerk. What matters is, am I a jerk? And then I need to do some reflection upon that and to take some action to change it if I am a jerk, if I don't want to be one, because I don't want to be one. Um, okay. Um... Speaking of jerks, I saw something that really bothered bothered me the other day. I don't know if jerk would be the right term for this person, but just a like a inhumane not selfish, but what's the word? Like lack of respect for life. I was in the subways and I saw this cute little rat and it it wasn't down by the rails where the subway cars go. It was actually where the people walk and wait for the cars, which is really rare to see. Um, because first of all, it's hard for them to get up there. I don't even know how it got up there. It was way up in the Bronx, which is dirtier than, generally speaking, dirtier than the area that I live in, in Manhattan. And, um, cause I was doing comedy up there and on my way home, I see this rat and I got so excited. It was fat and it was like awkward. It wasn't even, it was not an athletic looking rat. If you know what I mean? It didn't look quick. It kind of like didn't even go in a straight line when it was running. And I don't even think it could run. It was like jogging you know uh, I was just like a fat overweight rat that was just jogging around when I got scared but it never got so scared like what I I guess what I'm trying to say is like I, I wanted to take a picture of it so I tried to get as close as I could and even when it got somewhat like scared of me um and tried to get away like it was so slow I was like <laughs> you have you have no um What's the word? Darwin, um, you have no, like, fight or flight syndrome. Like, you have no way, your ability to, like, get away from danger sucks. You know what I mean? Like, your ability, rat, to get away from danger really sucks, Splinter. Um, but I, I like, I like animals. I like mice and rats, and, and, uh, I, I wanted to take pictures, so I tried to, like, get in front. I was faster than the rat, let's put it that way. So, like, if I wanted to take a picture, I would just run in front of it. Actually, I would jog in front of it, and then, like, it would kind of, like, turn around. It didn't know what to do. Like, it didn't even, like, it didn't even respond to me getting in front of it. There was, like, a delayed response. Like, dude, are, are you stupid? It was, like, I felt like the, the, the rat was either drunk or high, you know? Like, that's how it was... It was coming off, but it was anyway. It was cute and funny and entertaining, and I was, I was loving it, taking pictures, and and then some asshole, out of nowhere. As I'm starting to get on the subway, I'm watching the rat run away, like thinking about how how we kind of had a moment, and like, oh, that was fun, you know. Some asshole just like starts, starts jogging over to the rat and starts trying to punt the rat, you know. And and I'm not gonna lie, I was starting to get upset. I almost. It was a really late, it was late, it was like 12 or 1 a.m., so if I missed my train, it'd be like another 30 minutes in the cold, because it was freezing that night, that I had, but there, there was that moment where I was like, do I like stop that guy, do I like run over and stop that guy, or do I get on the train, and I was, I was mad, like I felt this internal conflict, I'm like, what are you doing, man, like, don't, that, that's life right there, you don't just kick a rat, I don't care, you know, if if you think it's dirty or it's not in the right place, you don't just kick it. And he, he, he missed the first few times. He was just as unathletic as the freaking rat. It was like watching his uh, extended cousin or like, it was like watching the same guy after he came back reincarnated as himself, but 
as a rack. It was like the two of them together watching him trying to punt the thing and missing and like stumbling all over the place. And then finally he connected with the rat, which really was a sore sight to see. And the rat just kind of like flew into the subway uh, rail area, you know, back down where technically I guess they're supposed to be. But man, it, I got on the rat and I was like, what the, what the frick, you know, I was like looking around, not, not looking for validation, but like looking for someone that hopefully like has a heart too that, that could appreciate. And some, some guy on the subway goes, it's a rat, who cares, you know? Like, jeez, I care, man. You don't just kick life like that. Like, what are your guys' deals, you know? Anyway. Um, yeah, so I was up there for the Bronx Comedy Show. Uh, my, my comedian friends, Mike Figs and Jesse Walmart. Not Walmart, but Walmart. I'll probably have them on as guests at some time so they can... They're pretty funny. They, they do some good impressions. Um, and, uh, you know, help them promote. They, they really been, you know, putting in a lot of effort to get this show. It's like a monthly show off the ground up in the Bronx and, uh, it, it turned out great. You know, they, they, um, did me the honor of asking me to, to open the show for them unexpectedly, um, to kind of get it kicked off right. Nobody likes to open by the way. Um, cause it's hard, you know, it's like, um, it's like cold calling, right? Um, the audience isn't warned but they don't know what to expect yet. Anyway, it went really well. Uh, the crowd was great. Um, there was a lot of really funny comedians that night. Um, and I think that the show's going to continue to get bigger, and they have big dreams. You know, they want to take uh, stuff to the Bronx, like uh, eventually have a comedy festival festival um, there. And, hey, man, the sky's the limit, baby. It starts with a dream, and then you create goals and a plan of action to get there. That's all it is, right? We can all... Uh, Make shit happen. MSH is what uh, my high, my college uh, coach used to say. MSH, make shit happen. You don't wait for it to happen. You make that shit happen. Right? Take action toward and steps toward your goals, baby. So, anyway, um, looking forward to having them on the show at some point. Um, what else, guys? Um, I wonder what the homeless people do. Seriously, like, I was thinking about that on a night like, like, like a blizzard of 24 to 30 inches. I don't even know how much. I looked up on my roof. I couldn't even walk around up there. It was, like, up to my knees. Um, and, uh, I mean, New York has a ton of homeless people. I, I would imagine the only, the only options I would think are is if you could sneak into a building somewhere. You know, like, just some, somehow sneak into, like, the basement of some building or the subways would be the only thing I could think. Or homeless shelters. But do, does it finally reach... I, I know a lot of homeless people don't want to go to the shelters because they're either um, dirty or, you know, not not comfortable for them, I guess. I've heard homeless people complain before, you know, that they... The reason they don't go to the shelters is because they're they're not comfortable. They'd rather be on the streets asking for money than going to the shelter that is local. So I I don't know if they on those nights they decide that hey gotta gotta go to the shelter tonight. Or I also heard that the subways right. So if I was homeless, I would I would ride the subway for like seventy two hours straight right now. Just go all over town. Until I got kicked off one subway and then go into another, you know? 
Um, but I also heard someone told me that there's actually tunnels underground where the, the homeless people um, are able to stay warm off the, the the electricity that like generates the subways or certain parts of the city. Um, and there's like electricity and someone said running water. I'm not sure if I misinterpreted that or not, but that's awesome if that's the case. Um, maybe I should bring a jug of my water down there sometime, you know, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> the sound's not too bad right now. The, the guy stopped his music. Thanks. I mean, I kind of deserve it because I blast my music sometimes, so it's kind of like karma, you know, if I'm going to do that and be inconsiderate, it may as well happen to me, right, you know, but yeah, he turned it off, so maybe that means I have to like be more cognizant of my music, I don't know, um, but that snow, guys, you know, <laughs> I will say the cool thing about the snow is it covers up all the trash in the city, so for like a little bit, it looks absolutely beautiful, the city does, you know, it looks clean, and, uh, you know, keeps, keeps it, keeps it looking sexy, um, anyway, um, what, what am I, what am I wanting to say, okay, so, here's something interesting, so, Bumble, have you heard of the Bumble app? Um, I have used it. It's cool in theory, right? Bumble is an application. It's like Tinder where you swipe yes, swipe right for yes, left for no. And the girls are supplies. There's like a ton of really, really cute girls on Bumble for some reason. And I don't know whether they're all fake profiles because I rarely, I get less matches on Bumble than I do on Tinder. Like I, I don't even know how many, I, I think last time I checked, I had like 1600 plus matches on Tinder, and Bumble, like, I, I don't get as many matches, it sucks, but, and then I even get less conversations going, because the girl has to reach out to the guy on Bumble, and I don't know whether it's a different demographic, or I'm missing something, but I, I get hit up a lot less on it, and there was one girl um, who hit me up recently that I, that was pretty cute, and um, I don't know, I we started talking on there, and I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like, I'm actually interested, you know, in in um, you know, at least finding out more. What I mean by that is, she kind of like gave me this ultimatum. She's like, I'm absolutely not looking for. She's like, she told me basically, I'm looking for a long term relationship. That's why I'm on here, you know. And I'm like, crap, you know, like, <laughs> I guess. I either have to like go with this and find out or or I don't you know she's like really use, utilizing supply and demand on me give me giving me an ultimatum up front and uh, you know getting her true you know making sure she gets her true value out of the situation and my hands are tied I have no choice but to take her out on a real date because I'm <laughs> I'm interested you know um, it's funny how that happens. There's like a threshold where it, if your attraction or your curiosity and interest toward a person reaches a thir certain threshold, then their demands can, um, you know, if the demand doesn't exceed that, then you have no choice but to, uh, I guess give them a little power, right? Long story short, I'm, I mean, I 
I told her, don't, she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not going to meet up with you. I can tell that you're not looking for what I'm looking for. I'm like, hey, relax, all right? Let's, let's go on a date and see, you know? So, we've been talking, and uh, we FaceTimed, and she's really cute. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm scared, guys, you know? What if I freaking fall in love with this girl? Um... There's not much to say about that other than that, but, um, that's, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, she's, uh, she's cute, and, uh, I'll keep you in the loop, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, I flew through that. I think I pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Um, football's on today, big games. I don't even know what time they start. I haven't watched the news lately. Who's winning the election right now? Um, I heard a funny joke the other day. Somebody said that, uh, doesn't it seem like, they're like, Hillary Clinton looks like she's been president already three times. Like, she has the look that she's already been president three times. So, I thought that was pretty funny, because I could see that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, now we're just gonna have to, now I'm just gonna have to riff, because I said everything I wanted to say, and I have five minutes left, so... Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? And do you get, here's a question. Do you guys want to, would you prefer if there was like some light background music or like a bass or something in the back during these podcasts? Um, because I, I mean, if you like it bare like this, like stripped down in the bones and you know, we can continue this, but, um, if you think that it would help to have a little bit of, not some, some stupid, like, Kenny G soft light jazz music, but I'm talking about, like, you know, just, like, a nice bass fiddle, or, like, uh, some, I'm not gonna say classical music, I don't think that really fits the genre. You can't, like, play just, like, bands, though, you know, like, songs with people singing and stuff. It has to be something with just, like, Something really simple with an instrument or two. Alright. Just, you know, comment. Uh, send me uh, a message. Go to michaeloldroid.com if you have comments or you want to hear any follow-ups on stories. I'm going to have some more guests on soon. Um, if you guys wouldn't mind, first of all, thank you to all the followers who have been staying up to date and listening. Sometimes I wonder, like, when people are listening to me, do they listen like, in groups of people and, like, laugh together? Do Or do you, like, listen to me solo, like, when you're, like, chilling at home and you're just like, I want to hear that, I want to hear the next episode, or, like, when you're driving around or taking a dump, or when you're in the bathroom, even showering, you can, like, you know, sometimes I'll listen to shit when I'm trying to get shit done in the shower because I don't have enough hours in a day. I, I'm curious to know how the different listeners take in my, um comedy and, and well stories really I wouldn't even call it comedy this is just my life um and I'm, I'm honored that uh you guys give a shit about listening you know so yeah um anyone who's interested or wants to see more um feel free to follow me on twitter at the droid it's t-h-e-d-r-o-y-d so droid as in bb8 or um r2d2 and um, the same handle on Instagram um, and my Facebook 
comedy page, feel free to like it, you know, the more I can get on that, then, you know, the more perceived demand I have for getting the right manager and agent um, that wants to take the time to uh, make some money off me, you know, make some screw up, baby. Um, so my my Facebook page is Michael Oldroyd. It's M I C H A E L, of course, and then Oldroyd is spelled O L D R O Y D. Um, let's just kill a minute and a half. Uh, impersonations, you know. Sometimes, sometimes those are fun. So a couple people tell me I look like Nick Cage. So one of the ones that I've been working on lately is Nick Cage. It's like uh, I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. That's my Nick Cage, you know, and then the Keanu Reeves is similar, right? The Keanu Reeves is similar, but a little bit different, like a little more aloof and a little more high-pitched, you know, it's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah, um, first of all, uh, I'd just like to thank Music Television for this award, and, uh, you know, I'm just really glad that everybody enjoyed the film. So, I think they sound very similar, but um, hopefully you can kind of see them when you talk. Or when I'm talking in your mind. Um, I've done Adam Sandler before. Hi, this is Adam. I should be there. Somebody told me recently, like, Adam Sandler is so old, don't do him anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Adam Sandler, including Adam Sandler. <laughs> hey, I still care, alright? I'll always love Sandler. He's the, him and Jim Carrey are the, the comedians I want to meet. So, anyway, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?